This is Catherine Larange, your host of the My Dead Dragon podcast. And as always, I am delighted to be spending this time with you. And today my guest is Tammy Gross, who is a number one best-selling author, award-winning and produce screenwriter. And Tammy's been helping screenwriters for 12 years and began coaching entrepreneurs in 2020 to use their transformation story to wow audiences and wow Hollywood. And so Tammy, I'm so excited to hear your story and how you got into doing what you're doing and what your My Dead Dragon is. And so can you start us off by sharing what's your story? Well, uh, I there's a lot of stories that you can tell. And so what I'm going to do today is I think I'll just start off and tell you my grit story. It's my mm. it's how I got some grit into my life. And I've never told this story before because I am just coming out of it, to be honest. And that's what's kind of cool about about having that wake up moment, you know, mm-hmm. um, that there is no shiny night or, or anything like that, riding in on a dragon for me or anything <laughs> like that. Or on a white horse or whatever. Um, what what I what I've been doing for since two thousand is I have been an entrepreneur. My father had passed away in 96 and I became an entrepreneur and uh, that was really just so that I could start having an income because I was sick of doing little odd jobs and things. And, and so that gave me some grit and I was doing well and, and then I started screenwriting and that became a full-time job. Um, And this is over a 20 year span basically. And in 2020, when everything fell apart in the world uh, and uh, and everybody was, you know, wondering what they're supposed to do. Well, I was in a weird predicament because in 2019, I had 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 a, 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 some kind of a physical thing. Basically, I just had a stone. I, I don't need to get into all the medical stuff, but, but it caused a lot of problems and I almost died. And uh, I was in the hospital uh, I don't even know how many days total, but for three weeks straight to start, and it was touch and go for me, apparently. I didn't feel like it was touch and go, but I was in pain. But uh, they, had, they had actually had to harm my pancreas uh, when they got rid of this stone, this liver stone or whatever it was, gallstone, who knows. Um, and so I went through a long period of going in and out of the hospital, in and out of the hospital. Even in 2020, I was in and out of the hospital again, starting at the end of 2020. And my last time in the hospital was in 2021. In the meantime, this business that I had started, uh, where I was helping screenwriters, I was editing screenplays, was dying because I wasn't there to nurture it. And it, it was already going through a downward trend because Google had changed an algorithm that I had always relied on, you know, uh, Google to, to an SEO stuff. And so my business was already starting to tank a little bit. And then while I'm trying to fix that is when I get sick. So that's, um, that's how I ended up in this, like, woe is me. I'm a victim. What am I going to do with my life kind of way? Mm. And, and, and I started paying attention to people like Pete Vargas, um, Grant Cardone, uh, um, Russell Brunson, you know, a lot of the big names in the entrepreneurial world. And uh, Pete Vargas did something amazing that kind of changed everything. And it, it, he just had so many people coming on. I mean, famous people, really famous people, Tony Robbins and, and Dean Graziosi, but, uh, you know, uh, I think we even... I'm not sure who who all there was, but there was just so many. 
And it was all so inspiring. It was not only inspiring, but, you know, there were practical steps to take so that I could start turning things around for my business and for mm-hmm. myself. And um, that's what I started doing. And I got my own word. Somewhere along the way, I had a word for the year. It's like 2020 is my year of grit. No more mm. feeling sorry for myself. No more being a victim. I don't care if I have to go into the hospital 10 times. I'm still, I'm going to be in charge of my own life. Mm. And, and, and I, and I, I, you know, I'm a writer, so I, I, I love to do, you know, word things. So grit stands for gumption, resilience, indefatigable, which is one of my favorite words that relates to what I write about, which is pirates. And that's the first time I ever heard that word, indefatigable. There was a, a famous pirate hunter who, who, that was his word. And, uh, and, and then tenacity. So that spells grit for me. Those are the things that I was after. And, and I went through 2020 a, a new person. By the time I came out of that, and I was helping some other people, I was really helping myself. I was doing kind of that airplane thing, you know? I I was taking the mask for myself in 2020. And then in 2021, my my word of the year became do. And I needed to implement all these different things that I had been learning. And so I'm kind of just going right into it. I hope you don't mind. And so I started just, just getting everything done that I could. Because done is better than perfect. I let that sink in finally because I'm an editor at heart. That's a big one. That's a big one. That's a big one. When you're a perfectionist and you're supposed to make other people's things, you know, be perfect. It's like, uh, no, no, no. You just got to get it done. (laughs) And, uh, And so that is what 2021 has been all about. And as I go into 2022, I am ready to just be. I am totally, so I am kind of at that at the end of what I feel like is this transformation and I am ready to be the entrepreneur that I know that I will be great at, to be the speaker that I, that I need to be, to help other people and, and to just keep moving forward and not let any of that stuff that happened in the past, good and bad, um, hurt me or pull me back or change my mindset. My mindset needs to keep constantly going forward. We're, we have a fast-moving world, really fast-moving world right now. And um, and it's hard to keep up with technology. It's hard to keep up with all the different social changes and everything. And and if you, if you don't at least try to keep up and, and understand things, whether you agree with how things are changing or not, you're going to get left behind and you're going to fall into that funk and you're going to mm. have to climb out of it. And so that's... Mm where I'm at. And that's how I am starting to help a a lot of different um, people who want to become entrepreneurs. A lot of them are writers because I have a big, you know, pool of writers that I've worked with, screenwriters and producers and filmmakers, Mm -hmm. as well as all the entrepreneurs that have been helping me over the years. It's like, I want to help them now Mm -hmm. get better at telling their story, getting their story out and reaching the world by maybe even having a movie made. You know, so that's kind of my mission is to help entrepreneurs, you know, really reach the world with their story and to help writers really help themselves become entrepreneurs so that they can reach the world with all of their stories. Mm, Such a powerful mission. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's a big one. And, and so, so Tammy, you, you mentioned this kind of pivotal process, I guess, really like leaning into some of these inspirational speakers and teachers and coaches and mentors, where you realize, like, okay, this is, this is up to me to really step up for my life. And so when you kind of look at where you are now, and, and where you were before, 
And you went mentioned a couple times the words victim mentality. Do you, with that kind of understanding, do you kind of looking back, see like, oh, I kind of had like a bit of that going on? Yeah, I I was really, you know, it's like, why me? Woe is me kind of, you know, mentality. Uh, mm-hmm. Before, even before I got sick, because it's like when, I probably should have started with what happened with the with the Google stuff, because when Google changed the algorithm, it, it took me like six months to figure out why my business was starting to fail Mm. and it took you know the first few months of that just even notice that oh my business is starting to fail and it's like you know i was just thinking i'm just enjoying the free time you know but people weren't coming to me the way they used to i wasn't Mm. i had never been a big i'd never done much advertising i really relied on on just seo to bring you know just landing pages for google and Bing and all that stuff for people to find me so I really got into a funk when I realized how difficult it was going to be for me to transition. It's Mm. like, you know, at that time, everybody was teaching you have to have content and all this stuff about backlinks and all this technical stuff. And it's like, I'm a a creative person. That's not what I want to do, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and and then I'm like, and how am I going to do that? Oh, everybody wants so much money, but now I'm out of money because of that, you know? And so it, it really, Mm. it really was a bad place to be. And, and that's why I realized I had to learn not only to do things, but to also know who to rely on. It's, you know, not only learn how, but learn who, Mm-hmm. And in a way where uh, I'm empowering them as they're empowering me. So mm-hmm. it, it's still uh, it's still a collaborative world that I'm living in. Yeah. Um, in fact, it's more of a collaborative world because I was a writer and I was really very shelled. Um, and that really is an important part of it, that while I'm the heroine, heroine of my own story, uh, I'm useless if I'm not helping other people. And mm. it's it's a two way street. Yeah. So that's that's what I finally was figuring out. It's like, yeah. oh, get out of your shit. <laughs> we're not we're not meant to do this stuff alone, right? This life thing. Exactly. We're not meant to to do it alone and, and, and even have to figure it out by ourselves either. There are those guides and re- and mentors and coaches and supports to, to yep. support us and help us on the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when you look at that, I want to kind of like focus in on the process, really that shift from, okay, I've been running a victim story to I've got a choice here. And, you know, and I think sometimes what can happen is that we can have that feeling that life is happening to me and we're not necessarily aware of it until something outside of us changes and and we really see the impact right so in your case that google google changing their their algorithms Mm -hmm. everything was kind of humming along just fine and so that maybe that perspective or mindset that you had didn't necessarily show up because it was kind of working and then when it didn't work that's when we really start to see like oh okay this has been going on in the background all along and then in in that there's that choice right and so for you really leaning into, okay, I'm going to step up here. I'm going to step up. How did you come to the point of deciding I am going to figure this out? Because you you had some choices, yeah. right? I can roll yeah. over. I can continue to tell the same old story and kind of spiral further and further down, or yeah. I'm going to step up for myself. I think, uh, you know, I can't say one specific person, although I can say Maria, uh, Marie uh, Forleo, Mm. uh, you know, she has, everything is figure outable. Mm. And so that mentality 
fortunately, I heard that early on, and that that really was sticking out for me and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can figure things out. Doesn't mean that mm-hmm. I'm going to be great at everything and mm-hmm. and really figure it out like you know, like become a perf- perfectionist at it. But it it, it empowered me um, quite a bit. But I'd say just the overall of what everybody was saying. You know, there were a lot of you know, there were very few competing messages. There were a couple. But the the new, not groupthink, but the new way of looking at the world with the changes that happened in 2020, you know, really made me realize I have always had the mentality of I just need enough to get by. Mm. I, you know, I almost took, I basically take, took a vow of poverty, I'd say, I'd mm. almost say, uh, back in, in the 1990s. Uh, like when my dad died in 1996, I was very involved with church had a few years of floundering, started my business, and that business was helping churches, uh, mm-hmm. doing music, uh, transcribing music. And and so I just, like, I just need enough money so that I don't break their budgets and I have enough to live. Mm-hmm. And I would have a little bit of money left over at the end of the year. So I wasn't making big bucks, but I was happy. And in 2020, I realized money is a way to change the world. And, yeah. and not not, not a power thing. It's not mm-hmm. at all a power thing. It's a giving thing. It's a helping thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've always been very mission minded. You know, mm-hmm. from from day one, I've always been mission minded. And and not having the resources to 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 fulfill so many things. You know, um, so that that was probably the biggest mind shift that happened for me, especially when I ended up in the hospital. And it's like I can't pay any of these bills and yeah. I had to rely on so many people to to help out in a, in a way you know like there were charities and now I'm at the point where you know I'm getting into the be year that mm. let's I just need to be the person that I'm uh, that I've yeah. been becoming yeah. and 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 I plan to, to to pay back every single penny to any charity that ever helped me but way beyond you know I have big mm. aspirations for, for how I want to help the world and and so money money was a big thing a money mind shift yeah i love that you say that right and and i think it's um money is energy money is energy and we all have a money mindset i'm actually um by the time this podcast comes out i'll be launching a five-day expanding your money mindset challenge for people to really help them unpack like what is the money story i'm telling myself what are those blocks because money is energy and money is just one way that abundance expresses itself you know we can have abundance in so many ways and yet so many of us have stories about money and then we we block it subconsciously we block it we you know we're telling ourselves stuff about it and so to be able to actually shift and open up to a greater flow of abundance in that area is really really powerful and allows you to really give and contribute to the world in the way that feels best to you. Yes, agreed 100%. And I'm so glad you're doing that Mm because and January, perfect timing. I think that's, that's great. Yeah, because who and for people listening, kind of checking in with yourself right now, would it really be okay with you to have a greater level of abundance in your life? And a lot of us think yes, right? That's kind of our knee jerk yes. But when we actually sit with the question, there's a little bit of um, a blockage there for a lot of people. Yes, there yeah. is definitely. Yeah. You always question yourself. You know, we're we're trained to question ourselves. It's like, 
you know, is it greed? Well, no, mm-hmm. it's it has nothing to do with greed. It's not mm-hmm. it's not that that movie moment, you know, with uh, Michael Douglas, you know, greed is good. It's not about that. Money though can be good. And it and yeah. and, and it can it can it can be very powerful in helping you to mm-hmm. change your life as well as to change others' lives. And there's there's, you know, it's not that there's no limit, but it's 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 a mental empowerment. It really mm-hmm. is. It really is. And I love Tammy how you shared that this is really the year of being. And that's what I support my clients with and anybody who's listening to the podcast knows this is it starts with that vision of what is it that I would love to create and when you tap into what would I love, you're connecting to your heart and your soul and how you want to express your gifts and talents. And then it's how can I be that person now? And so Tammy, what supports you in being her now? Um, The doing of 2021 Mm. has, has set the stage. Mm. And now I'm ready to to take my place on the stage and be Mm. that person. As a singer, I have a lot of metaphors in my own in my own head of of that, you know, because I had to learn, I had to you know teach myself uh, a lot of music things. I came from a musical family, but I still had to learn my own things, and uh, and be very unsure. And it wasn't until I mm. literally just stepped on a stage in eighth mm. grade that was a big that was actually the biggest transformation in my life. I stepped on a stage. And I decided I would sing at this talent show that they started in junior high. Mm. And I wowed the audience. I wowed myself. But the biggest thing is I made my dad cry. And he was a musician. And he just saw me as a noisy person on the piano in the, in the house. And he was just like so proud. And it, it opened up opportunities. So mm. when you actually do things mm-hmm. and you set everything up to do them, then you can be. And you can mm-hmm. be in the moment. And mm-hmm. for, for me... It's not, it's not all about what I hope for. It's not about the money that I don't have yet. It's about the money that I'm creating now, whether it's yeah. in my bank account. Or, you know, it yeah. doesn't have to be in my bank account yet because I'm already being. Yeah. And I'm doing everything to make sure that I can be. So yeah. it's, it's all tied together. <laughs> oh, love that. Love that, right? And when we say yes to life, when we take action because we have to take action to to be right we have there is some doing that's required in in order to help us with our transformation into being and so i love that you share that yes Mm. action it it takes action it takes action and sometimes it feels like faction like effing action sometimes we right it's kind of like ah i know this is the thing i need to do and i'm afraid to do the thing but i know it's the thing and so we have to kind of muster our courage and and take the step anyway Hmm. and so if you could look back and give yourself some advice or a message and say, Hey, Tammy, I would love you to know this, you know, when you're kind of starting out in that process, what would that be? Don't isolate. Mm. Don't, uh, you know, stop, stop bringing yourself in because somewhere along the way, while I was living my dream as an entrepreneur, I didn't realize how much I was, you know, going on the inside. And then as I started being a writer and was helping other people, I, I started a group. And uh, that was great because it brought me out of my shell. But then the group, I started kind of isolating away from that. I was getting into physical and emotional depression and stuff. So, mm. I mean, there was a lot of things that led up to my needing the grit. <laughs> yeah. There were a lot of things over a 10-year course, actually. And, uh, and so 
I know that I was isolating big time, especially uh, craziest thing. It's so embarrassing to say, but I know everybody can, can probably relate. When my dog died that I had had mm. for almost 17 years, I really isolated. I mean, oh, yeah. I just I just totally went in. So, yeah, if I could have told that Tammy, don't do that. This is the time you need to reach out. You don't want to, mm. but you need to. You need to reach out to people who can help you. Mm-hmm. And all the people that you've helped over the years, let them start helping you a little bit and yeah. and get to the point where you can start helping them again. Yeah. And often you know, I think about abundance and how we can say that we want more abundance and we can, you know, work on manifesting, work on being the person. And yet if we're not open to receiving it, it can't come to us. And so as you're listening to my listener site right now, checking in, asking yourself, noticing when someone gives you a compliment, how do you respond? Yes. What's your response to a compliment? Do you laugh it off? Do you make a joke? Or do you say thank you? Right? And think about that. If you are not open to receiving a compliment, you're not open to receiving help. What else are you blocking from coming to you? That is so that is very wise. I, I, I'm, I'm looking back and I'm seeing how I have changed and how I do accept compliments that mm-hmm. way. So that is amazing. I love that. Yeah. And if you, if you think about it, the universe, there's like so many ways that that good and abundance can come to us, right? Mm-hmm. And so when we start to kind of block it here and block it there, we're actually creating kinks in the hose. And so it can be, those can be some of the, you know, quote unquote, easier ways to really start to open up that flow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, great. Uh, I'm glad I got to learn something from you today that that <laughs> I, I can take that away. And 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 it's so visual, too, which yeah. I, of course, love. Really. Yeah. <laughs> and so, Tammy, how did you get to the point where you could say it's about progress, not perfection? So as a recovering perfectionist myself, I know there was a process there. What did that look like for you? Yeah. It was it was probably during all that grit stuff and mm. uh, and spending so much time in the hospital, um, where you find out that even science is not an exact science. Mm. <laughs> you know, I mean, there were a lot of things that they had to figure out and explore. I mean, I went through some procedures. And it's like I did not need to go through that procedure, you know, but they thought I did. And they thought I needed to go through a different one, but nope, I didn't need that one either. I needed the right thing, but we couldn't find the exact right thing for right. me. And, and and seeing that even exact sciences are not perfect and exact, as we're finding out with COVID, uh, you know, not to bring up a hot topic, but, you know, I mean, everybody has their opinion about it, but it's like, it's it's a constantly changing thing. And that just made me have to let go. And also, yeah. uh, I was working with screenwriters, you know, and I was editing. So I felt like I had to be perfect for them. Mm-hmm. And I realized, no, 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 they don't. And they don't even have to be perfect. They just have to, they have to be uh, at the top of their game. And they have to stand out and, mm-hmm. a, and at least, um, you know, shine above others. And so they still needed, they definitely needed to have the editing. They needed to, you know, especially if they had problems with grammar or format or whatever. Um, But it didn't have to be 100% the way I said it had to be, you know, Mm. even though I feel like I know how it's supposed to be. 
And I'm writing a book right now. Actually, it's coming out in January called F Your Script, which has nothing to do with the F word. <laughs> it's about it's about format and how you read oh. and how we read and how we read in an F pattern and mm. how we need to write to pe- for people to see that F pattern so that they get the best and the most out of what they read. So that's what that's about and everything. But it's not about perfection. It's about giving you all the tools so that you can do the best that you can do. Mm. And then you have to let go of perfection at some time or else you'll never be done. Yeah. And that's what I learned in that 48-hour retreat, too, is that, mm. I, you know, I'm never going to finish this book mm-hmm. until until I finish it. I have to just make it be finished, you know, yeah. stop trying to keep rewriting it all the time and everything. Yeah. And eventually, I did, I did actually publish it because of, because of a specific event that I was publishing a different book for, and I needed to see how the process worked. So I finally published my 25-year novel. I don't care if anybody ever reads it, but it's there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's about taking the action, right? And if we're waiting for things to be perfect before we start, we're never going to get started. We're never going to get started. And so, Tammy, how can people connect with you if they would love to find out more about your books, about working with you? How can they find you? Well, I would uh, I would love to to talk with some uh, anybody who wants to talk with me and they can do that with you can see um, if you're watching this, you can see scriptpreneur because that's what I call myself. It's a little easier to spell than entrepreneur. So it's S-C-R-I-P-T-P-R-E-N-E-U-R dot com is how you can book with me. However, it has to be HTTP. I don't know why. There's a forwarding issue with the S. <laughs> so it's HTTP colon slash slash scriptpreneur.com. And also you can just email me, Tammy at scriptpreneur.com. And okay. uh, and I, I'd be happy to answer any questions or whatever. Um, and I have some freebies that I can send to people, but I, I'd like to, to find out what they really need first. Okay, awesome. And so for my listeners, as always, I will include that in the show notes for you. And so that'll be um, that'll be in the podcast show notes and the YouTube show notes as well. And so Tammy, I want to thank you so much for this conversation today. Really interesting hearing what you're doing and how you're bringing your gifts and talents to the world. And to my listeners, as always, I freaking love you. You are amazing. You are doing such a good job. If no one has told you yet today, you are doing so great. And I so look forward to hearing from you. And when you reach out, it just makes my day. So have a beautiful day and I'll catch you next time.